If that were me, you'd hear the TV come on by now. Uh, Don, uh, hang on there for a second. We're, uh, we'll go to break. Here, we are, you're all right, Mike? Okay, we'll be back. I'm at break. Uh, oh, yeah! Is Don potted pot up or is he chopped down? Oh. Yeah, we uh, checked in with Don. There's 23 over there. and Sounds like a washing machine's broken. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy's getting it on. All right, uh, Don? 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 Uh, he's going for round two. Hey, Don? Well, he's done now. Oh, no, he's not. Listen, uh, we, we're done with the show, but I'm going to hang in for a little while, okay? Uh, you just leave the keys. So I'll lock up. Drew, uh, grab, a, uh, grab a wet nap. Uh, would you throw it over here? All right, we're uh, plumb out of time. I want to thank everybody. And until next time, Sam Crawl for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed here are not necessarily those of the staff or men. Curious about that. Uh, not only is uh, Dwayne and John in it, but uh, Vivica A. Fox is in this, and uh, she's very aptly named. And Elliot Gould, who I was once told I looked like a younger version of, by a, like a 14 year old chick once. That I can see, though. Yeah, Finally, but, but it hurts. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, come, come on. on. I, the just, man is virile. He was cool. The man is, is, the man is, by the way, one of the coolest humans on Earth. You saw the original MASH, yes? This is all personality. Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> just straight looks. <laughs> She's like, uh, you would be, um, you would be Elliot Gould's twin brother if he was uh, stupid and didn't make any money. <laughs> you understand that? All right, so uh, let's talk about the show, boys. Uh, what do you think? Uh, we're I'm I'm happy as a clam. By golly, a lot of body sexual content. Which oh, that's will make good. Your listeners very very thrilled. What? How many have you done? Do you do you do six or eight of them before uh, before the first one airs? We've done eight. We've done eight. Oh, really? uh, we're about to do the ninth and the tenth. This this next couple. And of what do they guarantee? A ten? Uh, they 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 guaranteed us thirteen, and uh, you know we're we're making ten of them. Well, with John's deal, he got guaranteed like 24. Yeah, I, I, I just right. keep making them. Even if they cancel them, I just keep making them. Where did the television I just show up come up with that number 13? I have no idea. You know, it's John, always thirteen. You've done some thirteen yeah. and twenty-six. It's it's all it, well, yeah. It's 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 just the absurd mathematics of television. Uh, the, a full season is twenty-two, which you know I don't know so why. Let me explain how TV works. You're twenty-six okay. then. The first yeah. moron came up with thirteen about fifty years ago, and then all the other morons decided it should be thirteen. Just like uh, somebody made somebody wash up on the beach after a shipwreck and get up and still be alive about 50 years ago in a movie, and then everyone decided, well, I guess this is possible since it was that. done. Sure. I'll buy that. And now every movie you see where there's a shipwreck, somebody washes up on beach, and my contention always is nobody ever washed up on a beach and didn't know what happened. <laughs> you know, it's all stormy, and then and the waves are coming over the bow, and then the next scene, it's a beautiful day, and they're washed up on the beach, and they get up and they go... Oh, where am I? <laughs> no, nope, you drown. You, you sink like a rock right out in the middle of the Atlantic, <laughs> or you swim like a mother and you know exactly where you are, but you never wash up. And the rest of the story is equally as believable. It's usually a mermaid or something waiting for him there. All yeah. right, shut Drew's mic off. He's uh, getting out of control now. So what is, uh, now, uh, th is the show like about racial tension and, and comedy, or uh, what is, uh, how would you describe the show? 
Uh, well, the, sh the show uh, is is about um, how how your uh, your personal life invades your your work life, wh whether you want it to or not. That's really what it's about. Um, we we do uh, you know we're not scared of of doing racial humor because you know hey I'm I'm the whitest white man on on the planet. No, Drew is the whitest white man. Oh, okay. Drew is clear. It's just one shade but translucent. Yes, <laughs> you can see his veins. He's like the visible man. But, um, yeah, you really learn how the human heart works. <laughs> just stare. Drew, open your shirt so we can find out how the how the aorta works. He's a boon to medical science. Um, <laughs> And uh, but, and and Dwayne is is a black man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, which yes, we've we've discovered. But I I don't mean to uh, I don't want to pigeonhole the show. But mm -hmm. from the promos that I was watching, and I I had one eye on my dog and the other eye on the uh, little uh, set in the kitchen. It seemed like that was a um, I don't necessarily want to call it a theme, but more so than than some other shows, uh, the whole race racial relationship type thing. Mm -hmm. Would you agree uh, with that? Uh, no. Just the commercials. Just the way they, just <laughs> just the way they just cut the them up? No. What? What? Any any way you cut the show, you're going to see the three of us. Yeah. Yeah, but Ellie, it, you know, and, and the, the argument that they showed or the joke that they showed uh, seemed to have that uh, as a theme. Oh, well, yeah, I don't was remember the, it was what the, it was. What it was was uh, uh, um, uh, Dwayne and Vivica's characters are are dressed up in in uh, in tuxes as as is my character, and we're we're our car is broken down in the middle of Kentucky, uh, and a and a car full of rednecks drives by, and at one point I say, you know, come on, two, you know, two black people and a Jew in the middle of Kentucky. And, you know, unless you two are peaches and herb, and I'm your manager, we are in big trouble. Right, truck. that's uh, what it is. <laughs> yes, what, what, what I'm excited about. I finally, I'm playing a Jew. I'm not actually a Jew, but I can finally say, I'm not a Jew, but I play one on television. You're not. What is what is your nationality? My nationality. I am actually of uh, of various British extractions. I'm Welsh and uh, uh, and Scottish. And 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 German, which well, is not British. Well, take it yeah. as a compliment. Any time a guy's having a successful career doing uh, comedy, people assume he's Jewish. <laughs> if, if he's not black, <laughs> people assume I'm Jewish. Yeah, and well, well, Dwayne is 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 Jewish as well. So yeah. you know, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, lots, lots of bagels and watermelon on the set. Yes, yeah. we do it. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. You're 16. Uh huh. What's going on? Well, I was at a party yesterday, and um. My brother, I'm one of triplets, and um, my brother David. Um, are you identical? Are you identical triplets? Yeah. Oh my God! Wow, that's a very. you got a hard on now, don't you? No, I'm, I'm actually feeling a sinking feeling. Drew, show the parents. Show the boys <laughs> the uh, triplets uh, over there. Oh, he's Go got ahead, the pictures. Matthew. He's whipping out the pictures. Sorry, sorry, we don't mean to belittle your problems, Matthew. Oh, okay. Oh, my my brother David. He got my girlfriend drunk at this um friend's house. They had a party, and then they they slept together. And as they went back home, I left early. Are you? Are you? Did he allege that she thought it was you? Yeah. Oh. I was like the oldest. We tend not to believe those uh, excuses. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, but you, just, you, but you carried on forever about this last time. Was somebody yeah, messing around right. with Elliot Gould and thinking and saying it? They thought it was you. <laughs> well, we weren't. I guess was we weren't talking the... about identical people then, or so much. Uh, uh, what, uh, so what, have you talked to your brother? No, here's what we were talking about, uh, the BS, is uh, every once in a while we get a call where uh, some guy crawls into bed, he thought it was his girlfriend sleeping in the bed, <laughs> it turned out to be a prostitute, he had sex with her, now his girlfriend won't understand, and it's like, of course, <laughs> please. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Your girlfriend is uh, Samoan, for Christ's sake. Uh, there's no way she's going to believe this, and you're lying. <laughs> but this is a different situation. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. All right, but listen. Have you talked to your brother, Matthew? Um, 
Not um a little, but um the worst part of all is my four year old sister walked in and um four year old? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, and I'm worried about her. Um, I mean, four of all things, you know, she hasn't been exposed to this at all. My parents. Um, I brought my father's a doctor, and he's like, no, we're not going to talk about it yet. But uh, no, four year olds should not be exposed to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, things. how how much was she exposed to? Well, like she came and told me like. uh David and Lauren are, like, in the bed and doing something, and I was like, what? And yeah, but didn't she just say, like, uh, wrestling or something? Yeah. So, wait, she's four, and she can tell the difference between you guys? Huh? She's four, and she can tell the difference yeah. between you guys? Well, you're, you're, that uh, says it all, I think. And, and, by the way, she wasn't even, I mean, she was just looking at his ass, right? Right. <laughs> she wasn't having a conversation with him. <laughs> he has a little cloverleaf birthmark on his right <laughs> cheek, and I think that may have been a tell. <laughs> All right, so where do you go from here? Uh, they're they're both worthless, right? Mm -hmm. The sister's the only one worth worth saving. Is it true? Uh -huh. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I. What's the nature of your relationship with your brother prior to this? We're very close, all of the, all three of us. Were you no. close to the point that there was maybe some sort of anger at not being able to be individuated from one another? Yeah, like well, when my mother had us, um, uh, my brother, uh, he was like almost died because there was like some complications with him. Right. My other brother Jonathan, like we were out, but then he was the one who was like, uh, ox um, couldn't breathe or something like yeah, couldn't but, breathe. But answer the question. I mean, I, you answer the question with the medical history, which is interesting. Yeah, and um, so my mother like lets him do anything he wants. He like uh, he can do anything. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. I wish I'd had a brush with death when I was an infant, so my mom would have uh, <laughs> let me do whatever I wanted. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you got to call him on this crap. The girlfriend, uh -huh. I think, is done. And uh, well, maybe she didn't know. Maybe she's well, just a victim. Possibly. Although, what if she came up to Matthew and said, uh, "Listen, I don't know what you've been eating. But, uh, <laughs> that was the best goddamn loving I've had in a long time. And whatever it is, man, keep it up. <laughs> it's that asparagus, man. And, uh, man. By the way, that pump is working. <laughs> well, I think you got to confront the hell out of your brother because if he. he I, I would hope you could find other people to help you. To no, bring, it's a bring, disaster. Yeah, but he needs to. Somebody needs to bring reality to bear on the brother. I mean, he's going to become a a, a a lot worse as time goes along if he continues to go through life without any consequences. Isn't it true though that whenever there's twins, one of them's evil, and when there's triplets, maybe one and a half or two of them are I evil? I hope not. You don't think so? <laughs> I just hope not. I don't know. I was watching this uh, Knight Rider episode where uh, Hasselhoff's uh, evil twin <sighs> uh -huh. got in a black truck, uh -huh. and he had like a goatee. Yeah. But well, he looked like Hasselhoff. I don't know where they found the guy. He couldn't act yeah, either. Yeah, he was but amazing. Was, uh, <laughs> he was amazing. He's also huge in Germany, the uh, the Hasselhoff. But uh, like. he was the evil one, Drew. Uh, All right, so you don't have any advice for him. Not really. This could be just this is a very messy situation. I would, If I were the parent, I would want to know about this. Really? Yeah, I would. It's, no, you wouldn't. No, know. yeah, I would. Please, I would want to know, know, know about it, but I would want an opportunity to deal with it. Because, no, look, the horse is out of the barn with that one triplet, and uh, you want a chance to try to rein it in a little bit. Mm. Dan, oh, what about dressing your kids alike? Yeah, that's sort of... Uh, bad news. That's, that's bad news. Bad, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Dan? Yeah. You're 30. 30 years old and still going. You're on with uh, John and Dwayne from uh, Getting Personal. Okay, well, my question is, is uh, very simple. Um, I've been with... Uh, this girl for 11 years we haven't got married yet uh we've been through a lot i can't even explain how much i mean i could do a whole show with my life um the thing is is when i first met her um she did perform oral sex on me uh i had two children with her and after the first child she totally stopped uh 
And this is starting to bother me. I mean, after 11 years, I figured she would actually get, uh, you know, the hang of it. Uh, yeah. I asked her many times, you know, what was up. and uh, It's like my dad saying, uh, listen, why don't you rake leaves anymore? You'd think it's been enough years. You'd really know how to handle that rake. It's yeah. like, uh, you know what? I'm tired of it. Now, was she not good at it to begin with, or, or was she at least in there swinging? Oh, you know. she was pretty pretty good at it. Oh well, so it's you know, not a technique. Church, you know, I mean. <laughs> so uh, it's just well, well, one guy. Hey, we were, we look, were, I we were young when we met. Crumbs. I was nineteen, and she was seventeen. So breadcrumbs do wonders. Maybe that might have some. But also, uh, two years ago, I was diagnosed with a disease called Crohn's disease. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Did you? Have you? Do you have any fistula? Excuse me. Do you have fistula? No, I do not. Um, I do not have that. That was just. Uh, I just have blockage. I've had surgery. Um, I mean, so we've maybe, been through a lot. Uh, I'm a layman, but I know the fistula is not a good thing. Crohn's yeah, it, is it's a, not. I mean, I'm now basically I can't work. Uh, Crohn's is an inflammatory bowel disease. Right, hold really, on, Dan. Yeah. Boy, uh, what I, I don't know what Crohn's disease is, but it has no effect on one's ability to communicate. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, the whole mouth left alone. There's nothing to do with the tongue. There's a swelling of the gum. Actually, it's one It's one of the gastrointestinal disorders that does go from stem to stern, from mouth all the way to All air. right, but this one is not that advanced. It didn't affect uh, Dan, evidently. But, uh, <laughs> no, it has not hit the stern yet. It's a severe condition where the, basically the, the bowel, the immune system oh. attacks the bowel so severely. Oh. Yeah, they ulcerate. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the pretty small bowel. That's why people the colon. think you're Jewish. You know about the mouth disease. <laughs> bowel diseases. But we'll actually start to form fistula and come to the surface, and it's just a big mess. And she may not like, uh, maybe the aesthetics bugs her. Maybe the smell, well, uh, maybe the smell well, bugs her. Well, I mean, he's we've a, been able to work that out. And I, I think they could. Well, <laughs> yeah. This is as close as I'm getting. i got news for you. Oh, really? <laughs> Even if we had been closer. I asked her to take a look down at the uh, stem, as he uh, uh, really? would call it one day at his office. And the he stern. Th he oh, that, I mean the stern. Sorry, he threw me out. Uh huh. Now this this was this in a romantic context or no? This is business. This I, <laughs> I was in his office and I said, hey, you know, by the way, as long as I'm here, I've been having this problem downstairs, and uh, mm -hmm. he just said, uh, get the f out of here. Uh -huh. I said, what about the Hippocratic oath? He said, uh, I don't care if they strip my license. You're keeping your pants on. Here's a card. Here's a card of someone you can talk to, but get out of my office. Uh -huh. I swear to God, can you believe that? I, 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 can, I can respect that. He's he's respecting the boundaries of the profession. Mm, thank you. I think he's ignoring no. his uh, his uh, Hippocratic oath. Here's someone in need, a human, Did another you ever, human. Did you put a scope up your ass? That's what you wanted. <laughs> a scope? An endoscope. Like not off a hunting rifle. No, uh, mm. That might have been oh, more comfortable. Been better? Oh, yeah. Christ's sake. So well, okay. Are we uh, now? All right, so are what we is giving he, up on his? No, he has, no, he has so he's got Crohn's disease. And maybe, maybe. And I, what is that exactly? It, it's basically chronic diarrhea, amongst oh, other things, and and severe inflammation of the, of the entire gastrointestinal oh. system. So what's that? What's that do? How's that manifest? Uh, well, he said he had multiple surgeries, and who knows what the oh. cosmetic situation yeah. is now? I mean, maybe. Well, she maybe that's some, the reason she's. That's uh, what I'm saying. Maybe she has some some okay. objection to what's Let's going see. on. Dan. Yeah. Could that be a factor? I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, every time we do have sex, now I'm an addict, I have an addiction. It's very simple. Um, if I ain't diving, I ain't thriving. You understand what I'm saying? So every time we have sex, I'm, I, I mean, I'm down there. So we <laughs> but, got the uh, Wolfman Jack of oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, if I ain't diving, I'm thriving. Woo! <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got a season, there is no reason. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. uh, yeah. Well, anyway, the whole thing is... is hey, I uh, Dan, yes. you know that uh, Drew puts the uh, B-O in boring and I put the F-U in funny? Yes. That's our new radio line. Yes, I do. <laughs> what, well, my problem is, is I, I, I'm starting to get kind of... Uh, 
agitated about this uh, because right. I, I do believe that if I perform on her uh, in, in a love matter, I believe she should perform back on me. Yeah. But okay? have you spoke to her about it? Yes, I've spoken to her many times, and I don't get any answers out of her. Um, well, what would she say? Uh, she would. She, Let's she, just do a little role playing for a okay. second here, Dan. It's uncomfortable. Ooh, I'm excited about this. Actually, okay. uh, Dwayne, why don't you play Dan since you're an actor? <laughs> and uh, Dan, Dan, you play your wife who, okay. uh, or your girlfriend of 11 years. Who I call her my fiance. Your, fia your fiance. Right. Okay. Okay. Okay, Dwayne. Dan, hello. <laughs> If 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 you ain't moaning, I ain't boning. Oh, <laughs> you ain't moaning, I ain't boning. <laughs> oh, come on, hey, don't quibble. He's 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 going in his own direction. Oh, okay. come on, Dwayne, okay. come on. If you ain't moaning, I ain't boning. Okay, that's no, listen, that. seriously, let's do this. You play play your fiance. I tried that, but like I said, I have a very listen, bad addiction. She's listen. a very beautiful girl. You don't understand. Dan, Dan, Dan. Yes. All right, just uh, relax there for a okay. second. I'll play you. You okay. play your girlfriend. Okay. Um, honey, when uh, you know when we first met, you really used to perform this wonderful oral sex on me. And as you know, I love you, and and I love doing it to you. And it's something that I really enjoy. And I I just wonder why you you stopped doing it. I don't know. That's her answer. How do I get around that? Really, you need uh, you, you need an ether rag. At that point, <laughs> <laughs> there's really no way to deal with that. No way to deal with that. Uh, but, but also, the, if she's she, pissed off. Yeah, if she's that yeah, close, she's, there is something there. So yeah. you keep out of the way. Listen, guys, whenever a woman uh, shuts down um, um, sexually, it's not because she has something lodged in her throat or she's got TMJ or something. It has nothing to do with anything mechanical. She's pissed off at Dan. I, I talked to Dan for four minutes. I'm pissed off at him. So I can only imagine what 11 years with Dan would be like. She, he's had this horrible affliction. This is something that she's had to go through. Perhaps she thinks she brought it on by all the oral sex in the first place. Who knows? People are suspicious or superstitious, I should say. And uh, he needs to discuss it with her. But she's angry, right? Yeah. When women stop performing sexually, they're mad. Well, and also when, when she's so closed out. When she will not discuss things. There's something she needs to discuss. Right. Katie? Yes, hi. You're 18. What's going on? Um, my parents have been separated for about um, nine or ten months now. And they stayed friends and they would still talk. And my mom would be like, oh, yeah, I still love your dad and, and all this stuff. Why did they separate? Um, I don't They would just, like, argue a lot. So you don't really know. No, they would just. It would be kind of like they would be watching TV, and my little sister, who um, is four, and I would be in our room, and um, they would just, like, out of nowhere, the TV would be on, and then their voices would get louder, and the TV would go up louder. And so that we finally, we live in the same town. My mom and I just moved to an apartment yeah. about 10 minutes away. And um, about two and a half weeks ago, I was supposed to be, I had a meeting with an organization that I'm part of, and... My mom was like, okay, I'm going to go pick your sister up from your dad's house, which is where she was staying. And she said, you know, so I'll be gone for like an hour. My meeting was canceled, so I went back home. And um, the front door was locked like I kind of expected mm -hmm. it to be. Mom and dad in there. No, it wasn't mom and dad. Uh -uh. It was um, mom and someone that always comes over and says, oh, yeah, he and I are just really good friends. Mm -hmm. Mom and pool guy. Yes, yeah. mom and yeah, right. like that. But I oh, stuck boy. in my bedroom window, <laughs> and 
I heard someone in the house, and at first I thought it was like a prowler. And so I just kind of was sitting there quietly, and um, then I obviously heard it and was like, oh, oh my God. And oh. I, that is, oh, that what'd you do? I went straight back out my window. I didn't Good. to know. And I kind of walked around for like two hours. Uh. And well, when I came home, I was obviously pissed off, and I was just all I was just upset. And she was like, "What's the matter?" And uh. and I was well, what had happened was that night we were supposed to go out to dinner, and she broke those plans with me. And she said, "Oh, well, I'm going to go get your sister in your meeting." And even though my meeting gets over at six, and we would have had time, she still said, "Oh, well, there just won't be time." And all right, so she's she's having sex with a guy, yeah. other than your dad, but they're divorced. Well, no, they're divorced. broken up, separated. Separated. Yeah, but this this is for good. This may have been going on before, right? Yeah. Uncle Lou may have been the reason they got separated. And by the way, uh, just a just a mathematical note here: if that were me in there, you wouldn't have had to walk around for two hours. <laughs> just go in and like uh, take a leak and come back out of the bathroom. And, uh, I would have been sitting in front of the TV, <laughs> my feet up, drinking a beer. Oh, that's nice. Oh yes. Yeah, right, but nice. Katie, I think you have to tell your mom. You do. Yeah. What do you have to say? What do you say? Did you say it? I told her, like, because she thought I was upset because we didn't go out to dinner. Right. You told her what? And I told her the next night. Mm. Which, we were, I just. You know what? Hold on. We've yeah. we got to go to break here. Okay. Let, let's, let's talk to Amy some more. Katie, after the. After the okay. All right. Because we got to hear what mom says. Is it 110 degrees in here? Or is yeah, that just me? Yeah, it's Okay. What is that, by the way? Uh, it's Westwood One. Oh, Westwood what? Westwood None. Mmm. Yeah, I haven't decided. We haven't decided whether we like calling the place we work Westwood None or Westwood Two, but Westwood One is, is definitely out of the running. Definitely out of the question, okay. unless One refers to One like I got to go Number One. <laughs> In which case, it still might be Westwood, Westwood Two. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. You have five seconds. Love. Hi, this is Jennifer Gray, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. Yes, she is. John Cryer and Dwayne Martin are both here from uh, Getting Personal. And uh, I'm going to start a show on Fox called uh, Getting Drew to Do His Effing Job. <laughs> That'd be he's, a good one. He's not in the room. Yeah, it's a great show. Uh, I host it. We get <laughs> paid the same amount, and Drew never shows up. <laughs> April 6th, that would be uh, this coming Monday on uh, the Fabulous Fox at 8.30. And a, a pretty uh, pretty stellar cast, besides uh, Dwayne and John, who are here tonight. Vivica A. Fox, who's... Uh, has she done a sitcom or a TV series? She was in uh, Independence Day and was it... Uh, what was it? Soul, Soul Food. Soul Food. Yeah. And uh, she's off. She's spectacular looking and a real strong actress. And, of course, Elliot Gould, who's uh, also who's spectacular looking. Amazingly <laughs> handsome man. Don't know if he can act his way out of a bag, but uh, <laughs> tremendous. Uh, uh, what a physical presence. Even at uh, even at now, what is he, 55, 60? I mean, he's he's not young anymore, is he? Uh, he he's still young. He's young at heart. Mm -hmm. You're good. That's why Any... I don't think you're Jewish, too. Yeah. You're just too, too much waffle. <laughs> I'm diplomatic. Too diplomatic. So, Elliot Gould, uh, Vivica A. Fox, um, Dwayne Martin, and John Cryer. And uh, Drew? Yeah, okay. You get some bad news or something? Or no. You're just, just pounding? No. Just, just resting. Not really interested? No. He's, he's resting meditating. up for Sunday's show? 
<laughs> Drew actually, he paces himself, you know, because <laughs> he does have to work two hours a day. Hey, speaking of, uh, oh, yeah, you're looking forward to uh, David Allen Greer, but uh, Natasha Henstridge is coming in here. Oh, uh, you and I'm really into her. Ooh. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think she may be into me a little oh, bit. Oh, please. I really do. Oh, come on. Hey, when we uh, had her friend on the TV show, and her Who's friend... Who's her friend? I don't know, some guy. Just, would you shut up? Shut your <laughs> mic off. Her friend said, a guy friend said, oh, uh... Natasha says hi. Wanted me to make sure and say hi. So I took that as, you know, you know, if that was in junior high, you'd know. You'd be in, right? Sure. Okay. Don't talk to them. All right. So uh, the series. Uh, well, yeah, here's what I want to ask. What's uh, before and what's after? What's the uh, the lead in and the uh, uh, what follows it up? Damon is on before us, and then uh, and then uh, Ally McBeal is oh, on. Oh, they're moving. Hey, new Ally McBeal. And, hey, and they're brand moving. Brand new. They're they moved now. They were they're running Damon on Sunday night, the first two nights, mm -hmm. right? And uh, now they're bringing back King of the Hill, I guess, mm -hmm. and switching Damon to Monday. Mm -hmm. And Damon's doing real good. Yeah. So you got a real strong lead in, and you got a real strong show after you. Yeah. All right. So you really would have to like work overtime to have this one up. Yes. That's, and I'm speaking that's to John because John said, <laughs> "I've been here before." He's been here before. <laughs> we talked about other shows. And every so. time it looks promising. And so, by the way, if it doesn't work out, Dwayne, somebody to blame. That's over there. Basically, over here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Looking forward to being the trough, the ratings trough. You blame in that the hammock. blame the wannabe Jew over. Here. <laughs> Katie. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, a little recap on Katie. Sixteen uh, went out to um, her um, junior Weebelo meeting, but it broke up. So she came home early. Her her folks are separated, and I believe Katie probably still has some hope of them getting back sure, together, like a lot of kids still. Of course. But her mom and her live in an apartment, and when she came back home, uh, a guy was there having sex with her mom. She cr snuck in through the window and then went back out again. And now she's kind of mad at Mom, and she confronted Mom. And and Mom asked what she was so upset about. And so, Katie? Okay. My mom finally asked me what I was all upset about at the dinner table, and I just, just kind of looked at her, and I just said, my meeting was canceled on Sunday night, and I came in through my window, oh. and I am really upset. And I just, that's all I said, and I looked at her. And it's, it was weird for me because I don't usually get upset. I'm never extremely happy or extremely... All right, and what did Mom do? Upset. She just she just kind of looked at me like, what? What? And, and then she starts yelling at me before I said anything else. <clears throat> what did she yell at you? She, she was just like, well, blah, 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 you were supposed to be gone, and how could you sneak in, like, yelling at me like it was my fault that I saw that? Mm -hmm. Well, that's good good defense. Yeah. yeah best offense. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> best defense is a good offense. Thank yeah. you. And so what happened? So she's yelling at me and like, well, you shouldn't have been or you should have knocked. And so almost trying to make me feel like it was my fault for seeing that and for being upset. And I just started screaming back at her. At first, it was like, how could you do that? And you said, cause she's like, oh, yeah, I still love your dad. And they would go, her and my dad would go out on dates. Oh, boy. She'd be like, oh, I'm going out with dad tonight. And I was like, okay. And so it's not just like wishful thinking, like, well. I mean, Katie, your, your fantasy about your parents' relationship has been yeah. uh, destroyed. And exactly. maybe some realities about your mom are coming to bear, too. But that's, you know. that's what's upsetting me. It's like she's kind of always the person that I could talk to. Well, And it's like... Hopefully I know she still can continue to be, but you have to see her as a realistic, I know. total human being with 
with fallibilities. I mean, who's got problems and who's got makes choices, and some of them are not so hot. See, if this were TV, it would have been Katie's dad with a mustache and baseball cap because he had to put on a disguise for some other thing that was set up before the first commercial. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it would have all come together. Although yes. they wouldn't have had sex, they would have just been sort of petting mm-hmm. each right. other. So how did you resolve with Mom? How did you leave it? Well, she sent me to my room. Yeah. And so I slammed my door, and then the next morning we got up, and she was cooking breakfast, and it was normal. And mm-hmm. she was actually, so it's gone into denial mode. Yeah, it's gone into, yeah, yeah. And Forget I it, haven't, I didn't want to bring it up, because if I don't think about it, then it's just... Oh, boy, this one's going to bother you for a long time. Uh, my my best friend, I told uh, her, yeah, and she has been telling me and telling me to talk to her, my mom, but it's... Well, it, but see, there's all you're doing is embarrassing your mom, really, yeah, because but, but, there's nothing to settle with but, your mom. But the problem is Katie is going to, she's going to close up all these hostile... Conflicted feeling. You have a boyfriend uh, that you could make pay for this, Katie. Well, that's, that's usually <laughs> the feminine one. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's correct. Take it out on. I'll just make him pay. But that's what's going to happen. And maybe multiple guys is the problem. <sighs> and uh, you need the more you can talk about this with other people, and preferably with mom. Uh, although I'm, I don't trust mom to be able to process it in any real way. I mean, she's but just going to be defensive. What, and what angry. we don't want to happen to you, Katie, is we talked to a lot of people that are. Um, they're you at 23, they're you at 28, and they call and they go, what's wrong with guys? How come I can't right. find one that won't cheat? My right. dad cheated on my mom, right. my mom screwed around on my dad, and blah, 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 and yep. I don't trust anybody, and I hate everybody. Yep, and that, that's, this is, you're that in evolution right now. Right. And the only hope of, uh, well, the only hope, but a way you can avoid that is by being honest, stay in touch with these feelings, continue to express them, and... Mom, I mean... How about escaping into some sort of marijuana bliss? Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Mom, I, I just... I try to get Mom to be more genuine and not so defensive. And when you discuss things with her, don't be so attacking and blaming. Try to just discuss your feelings and how you feel. And understand that Mom is, even though she's your mom, is still a woman. And, uh, you know, you, you, you don't expect her to be perfect. Right, and we really don't know what the full ex- reality is in that situation, right. that, that right. relationship. Right. Chris. Hi, how you doing? Good. Hey, um, I wanted to tell you, Adam, that uh, I think you're one of the best people in this whole world. You're, really? you're hysterical. I mean, the best person in the in whole, the whole world. world. I think, I, uh, wow, Chris? Mandela is yeah. just, you know. Now, Chris, yeah. wait, now, now Chris what's, your, what's your question? Um, really quick, um, let me ask Adam right? something, if that's okay. Um, Go ahead. I was wondering, like, what happened to Boomville? Yeah, uh, just another one of my harebrained schemes I lost momentum with. Yeah. I still want to fart on that girl's head, though, for 500 bucks. Someone brought that up on TV the other day, right? Jenny Jones show? Was that uh, weird? How do you, yeah, she how, was, uh, the person brought up was repulsed, uh, or who, the uh, Jenny who, Jones was. Who provides the $500 portion of that? I'm going to raise that. Oh, you're going to raise that yes. in order to, to sponsor a farting on I'm, I'm going to put this head. plea out one more time. I know producer <laughs> Ann wants nothing to do with this, but uh, just bear with me for Tell a second, story. Chris. Okay. Uh, it must have been three months ago now. Some girl called up. She said, um, I'm 18 years old. My um, my boyfriend wants me to pose nude for the Internet. I'm no, working. no, my boyfriend's mad at me for wanting to do it because some guy at the bar where I work came up and said he wants to put me on the Internet nude. All right. Shut Ruth's mic off. No, okay. just, come on. Turn the show into a two-and-a-half-hour a night. The point is is she didn't want to pose naked on the Internet, but for 500 bucks, right. uh-huh. even though she felt it sort of compromised her uh, morality or dignity Integrity. or what have right. you. And I and I said, as an example, she said, well, you know, it is 500 bucks. And I said, how about I give you 500 bucks and fart on your head? 
I mean, there's something that uh, would compromise your dignity. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and I, I said it as a joke, quite mm. frankly. But And then I started to think, hey, this is good radio. <laughs> you know, if I got my underpants. It's sound-oriented. It's very audible. <laughs> and uh, what we could do is set up an army cot in here, and I could do the show in my underpants. And Drew uh-huh. would give me a, Drew's a doctor. Uh-huh. And he would give me all sorts of tips on stuff to eat. Uh, that day, and uh, somewhere in the two-hour evening, uh, Lord knows I squeezed one off before the, this night's through, too. <laughs> I would just, and i probably have to, like, mic up my ass or something, and uh, and this would be great. We'll give her 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, but here's, here is the uh, deal. She would have to be, it has to be a female. It's a little mm-hmm. weird part on guys' head. <laughs> Unless you're one of your buddies. He does it all the time. He does it all the time. So you can about And uh, it'd have to go to something, like the college books or something like that. You know, she couldn't buy 500 bucks worth of a crack or swizzle sticks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, there's yeah. where the farting one. And then, so, uh, ladies, go ahead. I'm still looking for candidates. Is that now. your question, and, Chris? And uh, Boobville. Yeah, I have uh, a question. Yeah. Uh, Boobville is just uh, something I'm tired of talking about. All right. That's cool. All right. My question's for um, Dr. Drew. Yeah. I was wondering, what's, like, the major serious risks of, um, like, smoking pot and smoking crack? I knew it. See? Anytime there's a real fan. He's always concentrating on the negative. It's always a crack question. No, whenever somebody's really an atom, they usually drop a lot of acid. Uh, (laughs) uh, Well, the the most, one of the most significant risks is both these chemicals carry the capacity to cause a very severe addictive disease. That is to say, someone will become preoccupied with these drugs and begin losing and major important things in their life and having significant consequences as well, a result of the preoccupation and pursuit of these a drugs. a thousand times more in power right. place. But, but uh, again, it depends on the biology of the individual. Well, but, the thing uh, about pot is you've got to smoke it for 10 years before you realize you're addicted, and crack, yeah. you got to smoke for 10 minutes before there, you realize there, you're there's addicted. There's something to that. Yeah, well, um, but, yeah, I, I had smoked it once. Do you want to know the medical consequences of exposure yeah, to the well, drug? thing was, I had done it. I have done it a couple times. All right, let me just give you the medical thing. Okay. Uh, with pot, uh, it's chronic bronchitis, uh, possibly emphysema, possibly lung yeah. cancer. We don't yeah. know. And then the brain injury that results from the chronic exposure to the drug. Uh, a single exposure or rare occasional yeah. exposure yeah. is not, it really has no significant risk right. that we know. Um, you got to be crack, at it for a little while. Crack, uh, cocaine can get you in one shot. Uh, you need only one exposure to cocaine to have a major medical uh, uh, consequence and it's it's unknown whether the first time you have a hit on crack or the 500th time whether or not that will be what precipitates and it's I largely the result uh, of constriction of blood vessels and clot formation within those constricted oh, vessels Drew. particularly uh, to the important <laughs> delicate vessels of the brain kidney and heart and mike uh, wake up uh you wake up and shut your mic off there <laughs> thank you uh, no. uh <laughs> Did you put down the pornography long enough to do your job for a second, Mike? <laughs> um, Drew. Yeah. Oh, okay. Turn Drew's mic back. <laughs> I just want to shut off for a second and stifle. And what I want you to do, Mike, is like when the teacher wants to get the class's attention, they flick the lights on and off, but they don't leave the thing off. Someone's going to twist the ring. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. What about like these like guys like uh, like Len Bias? Yeah, that could have they could have been his first. I know, but. What happened? I mean, if you did coke every day for six months or a year, would that uh, significantly weaken uh, parts of your body enough so that one dose would kick you over? Not, or? not that we know of. No. So this whole one dose thing is sort of... Um, it's a Russian roulette it's, it's, thing with that. It, it, it probably is higher doses have more consequences. Because, for instance, let's look at the heart. The heart, the more you're exposed to, the higher the dose, the more of the stimulant property that's there. So the higher the heart rate, the more the oxygen demands 
the more the vascular constriction, the more the potential there is for uh, imbalance of supply and demand of blood to the heart muscle. So that's what precipitates heart attacks or rhythm disorders. I got this great idea, by the way, because every time Drew talks this way, I, I feel like I've done an eight ball. <laughs> so, you know, instead of people actually doing drugs, you could just have, you just lie down and close your eyes, put on like a little uh, dark side of the moon, and Drew could tell you what would happen if you'd free base. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd actually think, Drew, like, just talk me through it, okay? Well, that's why this guy just called. I think it all comes clear. He's listening to Dark Side of the Moon and bang. I mean, but you could, it really feels like uh, like you're going somewhere. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to go to break. Yeah. We do? Yeah. All right. Be right. Personal is the name of the show Monday. That's this Monday. April 6th, 8.30, Fox. Right uh, before Ally McBeal and uh, right after Damon. Guru? Yep. You got something there? Uh, here's a fax. Uh, my question to both of you is, a new doctor I recently started going to asked me out on a date. My second yeah, visit to him. Very healthy. I am very attracted to him. I go out with him. We are both single. He is 36. I'm 31. My question is, is it okay to date my doctor? No. No. It's not okay. Uh, any any health practitioner that crosses the boundary of asking you out is a problem. That's, that's a person you don't want to go out really? with. Really? Uh, now, if that, I, uh, person, if if that person said... I, you yep. know what? I, I can't help myself. Uh, there's a way that that can be handled. Like yeah. you terminate the patient-doctor relationship yeah. and ask permission, perhaps. Or what something. if they're even a specialist that, is... that could only work on your prom and they're like from a different country or something? <laughs> You're the hell throwing are you in about? a lot of. I know I got like a Richard Dreyfus movie going yeah. in my head, but uh, this <laughs> let's let's okay, but. Could I ask my dentist out on one date just so I could hold him down and sodomize him after I got him loaded with red wine? A different issue. Uh, right. It's different. <laughs> yeah, that, but that wouldn't I be think, a boundary I, problem. I think medical practitioners that go out with their patients are crossing the uh, severely miscarrying their their authority, and uh, it is a relationship that has a lot of very clear boundaries that must be maintained, or you're violating the important role you're playing. Right, and Troy, that's easier for you. I've seen your patients. <laughs> They're on their 80s and uh, never stop complaining. But uh, I think you'd crack if you had uh, some young... Uh, we had Tyra young Banks over here that day, remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, problem. She said, could you look at my... She, he did. He, no way. Not at the, no way. Not at the crotch, but he looked at the belly, and she had uh -huh. to unbutton the pants a couple of uh, couple of clicks. Yeah, really? so he could get really? to the belly, what, although what? I suspect that was you just... You guys have to bring through. a camera in here. Yeah, no, well, they have a show. They have a TV show. Tyra's on our lot, for crying Listen, out. Tyra is coming in here next week, and uh, the week after next, sorry. follow-up visit? Yes. Well, now, here's here's what happened with Tyra. God, God bless her. She was booked on the show. Jeez, it must have been eight months ago, uh, if it was a day. And she was deathly sick the whole day. Had, like, food poisoning, mm -hmm. which usually sounds like so much Hollywood BS. But she mm -hmm. actually came in and was, like, vomiting and did about ten minutes of the show and drew, uh, thumped her like a melon and gave her a good working over. He smelt his finger when he was done, but nothing. <laughs> and she had to leave because she actually had some sort of uh, food poisoning. Wow. But I heard from somebody, and I can't remember who it was, she had a crush on Drew. Just like uh, many of the ladies who come into the Love Line studio. So it's Natasha Henstridge and Tyra Banks yeah. on a double date. Bing, oh, I see it now. I think, oh, oh, I would be, you know what? You could put them both in uh, in the hall, and I'd just go run into the room and wait, and it wouldn't matter. Even if you ran in, <laughs> what, what, what would, would you do in the room? <laughs> I would just, I, I would, I would uh, grease up and just wait. I, 
I would like pluck and uh, and grease. <laughs> Is that a euphemism for something? No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, actually, so they'll both be in here. Although I'm sure uh, Natasha's and Drew uh, as well. But uh, I, anyway, I'm, ho I'm homosexual. Right, Drew, now, hold on now. <laughs> Just don't fight it. I'm trying to build you up here. <laughs> now, what the hell was that question about? Oh, that was a question. You, it was a fact. Doctor right. Patient. Okay. Yeah. But she's not going out. She's not seeing him anymore. Oh, no, no, no. As he, a, as a doctor. Asked, well, she didn't address that. that she that, said that. that. Is, she said she would stop seeing him as a doctor. Is it okay to date my doctor? Then she goes on to say if uh, I... Is it ethical practice that doctors are not supposed to date their patients? I'm really into this guy. Any suggestions? That's didn't, it. Didn't she no. say if we no, stop no, seeing no. each other as a... No. Oh, no. Boy, I'm going insane. No, and, and, oh, even, and unless he terminated it, the, first, the, the relationship... I and mean, even the then... Doctor-patient relationship. First. first. And yeah. even then, it's it's not he's right. Still I mean, you know, he's looking at her crotch. Why not go out on a date? That's the, this Make is the point. woman out of Because her. you don't <laughs> violate those sorts of boundaries. that People are trusting... What's that first date like after you've been staring at a crush? <laughs> same you know old, same I mean? old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's not talk shop. You know, it's like it's a, it's a, it's a tough. Uh, yeah, but what? You know, where are you going? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rick, that's going Rick. on, Rick. Hi, how you doing, Rick? You're forty. I'm forty. I'm probably your oldest caller. No, yeah. What do you want? <laughs> well, basically, uh, my wife and I have been married for ten years, happily married for the most part. Um, my daughter was born about uh, oh, five, five and a half years ago. Uh, she's an in vitro baby. Well, when? November? Uh, sorry? Uh, it's peculiar because my kids are in vitro and born oh, in November. That's right. November yeah, well, uh, actually, January 17th, so okay. it's not, not quite five and a half years. Okay. But, uh, very fortunate. This is our, was our second try uh, through George Washington Hospital in Washington. Uh -huh. uh, so we're very fortunate. Uh, she's basically a miracle baby, as you, you know, Dr. Drew. Yep. Uh, Drew has three miracle babies. I beg your pardon? He has three of them. I, they they have... are miracle. They are a miracle. Uh -huh. <laughs> I went through it with oh, my... How, how do you do the in vitro thing? Well, what? you have to go through a series uh, of... You know, uh, I gave my wife injections of Pergonol. No, oh, isn't that fun? And, oh. uh, pardon me? And then progesterone once you, got, once you implanted her. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's correct, yeah. So it was, it was very tedious. And, 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 Did you have to masturbate and do a uh, Dixie Riddle cup? Uh, uh, yes. I, I, I went through it. I had a varicose seal done. <laughs> And that seemed to improve my sperm count, oh. and I had a basically uh, when when all push came to shove, when everything uh, was just right and the, the stars were just a, just aligned, the, the just right, we had to go to the hospital. They propped up at a 45 degree angle, basically, and I did my thing in the bathroom. Came in and rushed out with a cup, and <clears throat> they basically put it in a syringe with like a tube. Oh boy! And it into my my wife and. This is and, that's uh, not in vitro. That's artificial insemination. Not, that's, that's what they right. do in the in like a barnyard, right? No, <laughs> in vitro. <laughs> I've, seen, I, I, I've seen the KCET specials. I, I, I got I got my wife and our horses mixed up. We're we're going through. <laughs> that's <laughs> going your problem. With my horse right now. Yeah, that's it, that's uh, artificial insemination. Right, so. right, right. Okay. Right. Anyway, uh, so for five years we tried to have a child naturally. It didn't happen. Uh, we basically have enjoyed sex in the past. Uh, a little bit of oral, you know, all sorts of things. Not not so much kinky. I mean, What's the question, Rick? Basically, I, I want to know what I can do to to bring the the sex back into the marriage. You don't I, have sex I, at all. I beg pardon. You don't have sex at all. We haven't had sex in five years. So ever since wow. the child was born, she's had no libido. Except that's correct. Is, has she complained that that she has no drive? No, not not whatsoever. We have, you know, a very Otherwise, no, no. Listen to me. Has okay, she right. noticed that there's been a biological change? I, I don't think that she has, 
to be Does honest. Does she know what the problem is? Can she articulate it to you? Yeah, I, I've, I've confronted her several times, and the last time was, well, probably about six months ago, and I said, listen, maybe we need to go see a counselor or go to... And what did she say? Uh, no, she thinks sex is dirty. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. And I said, wait, I said, wait a second. That's what, that's what it's all about. Has no. she been depressed? No, not really depressed. I, I mean, you know, uh, she has. She's an uh, attorney for the U.S. courts in Washington. Well, it's a very stressful job. Oh, Is boy. she on medication? Uh, no medication whatsoever. No, uh, she did gain about thirty pounds after uh, my daughter. No, you don't have sex for five years. You put weight on. Well, and it is no doubt about that. Well, there's something going on here, and you, you, I think you ought to address it. And I think to go see someone is a great idea. She may yeah, be depressed. Her, she may. Okay. It, sometimes after pregnancy, women have very intense biological changes where their libido, their sexual drive goes no, away. Once the kid gets his license, I think. Yeah, that, I think she that, re- That's long enough. Yeah, that's long <laughs> enough. It is sometimes something as easy as going on the oral contraceptive pill will restore some of that uh, oh, I functioning. But it, it, I think. I really do think you ought to see someone, and uh, uh, because it will have a significant impact on your relationship. Rick, did you yes, say that exactly. you're doing uh, oral sex and that sort of thing? No, no nothing. They had been. They had been nothing. No, we 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 kiss hello and kiss goodbye. Nothing. Okay. So it's, 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 but so so but it's interesting. She didn't think sex was dirty before. She just thinks it's it, was was the whole idea conception, and that was it. Uh, apparently so. That's or, uh-huh. or I wonder sometimes when people really lose their libido, sex just feels. Funny, not dirty, uh-huh. but just awkward, not right, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. and uh, I didn't that. yeah, and uh, you, you hear that people on antidepressant medicines describe that all the time. The serotonin mm-hmm. reuptake inhibitors cause people to like lose their libido entirely, and they'll just go, oh, it just doesn't make sense. Just it's not, it's just weird. And, and, uh, right, right, all right, Rick. Thank you, gentlemen. Get it looked at. Hey, uh, I would never see a psychiatrist or, or an and her gynecologist for starters. Rick, I mean, get it evaluated. You may want to. Uh, you may want to have a uh, technician come out and take a look at the VCR while uh, other than that. <laughs> you guys are great. You know, it's be on so many hours uh, a day. Hey, it's like anything else, a certain amount of maintenance involved yeah, with uh, that. very necessary. All right, uh, we will be back. Loveline, Matt and Crowland. All right. Can we coax uh, Drew into doing the show? Occasionally, maybe. Can you, oh, he's in the bathroom. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Goes. Can you believe we get paid the same amount? Uh, you know. I was just thinking about that. I should get paid more, right? Yeah, you're. Uh... Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Dwayne. I know you don't appreciate my skills because you're a performer yourself and not a doctor. But understand, as I said to Drew the other day when he said, listen, I'm a doctor. I got 10 years of uh, training. And therefore, we should get paid the same or I should get paid more yeah, with his logic. I said, hey, who gets paid more? Uh, who makes more? Uh, you or Eddie Murphy? You or uh, Steve Martin? These are all performers. These aren't doctors. Mm-hmm. They entertain for a living, yet they make uh, 50 times what Dr. Drew makes. But he writes your material. Come at me about medical stuff. All right? Who's so, coming at The people you dragged into the studio. <laughs> Were you not talking to me about something uh-uh. important? And. Uh-huh. Anne's uh, it's that time of the month, Brian, and she's yeah. Uh, he, he was checking your belly. All right, yeah, Anne. Just what he does. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I didn't know you guys were chatting. Well, how different. are you drinking diet pep? A uh, diet doctor. We were talking at the machine. You're okay. Ah, Thank you. Thank you. You were Dwight. momentarily distracted. Here's what we have to do. We have to go to our uh, usual top of the hour, ten second break, everybody, and uh, we will be back in just that many seconds. This is Love Line on Radio Station. Hey, Dwayne Martin and John Cryer both here from Getting Personal. 
Also, uh, Vivica A. Fox and uh, Elliot Gould are in this series. You can uh, send them in, by the way, uh, when you guys get back. Report that you had a good time and uh, we will. steer them this way. Getting personal Monday nights uh, on uh, premiering April 6, 8.30 on Fox and uh, sandwiched in between uh, Damon and Allie McBeal. And uh, that's pretty good. And, and now it's a pretty good time to be on Fox, by the way. I'm thinking so. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, they're are they uh they're number three now, right? We're number three. We're number, number three. three. That's how it work. How's it go? Uh, uh NBC, uh CBS, Fox, ABC? Uh, something like that. It and ain't then pretty, however. Um then Spice. I think the Spice Channel's in the five. <laughs> well at least you know, I mean, that's the way I'm reading it. I'm and I'm just watching the scrambled stuff, so <laughs> just hoping for those fleeting moments. Hey, you know you're good at, you, you know you're good network when people are watching the scrambled version of your network. And nobody sits around and watches scrambled C SPAN. <laughs> Hey, wait, I think I saw part of the Nikkei average. No, no, it wasn't that. How good in there? That, that's who I would, that would be my slogan if I were Spice or Playboy. Hey, you're watching the scrambled version of us. We gotta be good. <laughs> hey, Jacqueline. Yes. You're 21? Yes, I am. What's going First on? of all, I'd like to say I'm from Kentucky, and not all of us are rednecks. Because I heard you guys at the beginning making oh, we fun of us. Yes, I, I, we, I, I was pointing out that a, a car full of rednecks went by, but they were not. They were actually from out of state. Yeah, that's right. Okay. They're on their uh, way to uh, Maine. No, but see, you have to see, you have to be specific because most of the people in Kentucky are not, in fact, rednecks. And I was saying, and a, and a car full of rednecks went. I'm originally from New York, so. No way. So yeah. am I. So is, uh, so is Dwayne. Are you Rick Pitino's daughter or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one goes from New York to Kentucky um, <laughs> on purpose. Somebody who likes it, anyway. No, you, you're, you, you must have been uh, fleeing the law. Oh, by the way, let me... Uh, no, 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 no. No, we're, no, we love Kentucky. It's a lovely, lovely state. What, Adam, what do you want to say? I just want to uh, remind myself to explain uh, this brilliant idea I had this morning. What? The uh, morning show. Which what? Was, well, you know this uh, male nurse who's uh, like the uh, mercy killer? Well, people, mm, well, no, yeah, 50, people around the country would not know this. So. They wouldn't know it? No. no that wouldn't make uh, national Yeah, news? but people wouldn't be aware of it. Uh, anyway, there's I a... I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry, right, okay. but you're from Kentucky. Oh, you're just playing the cider jug <laughs> and uh, <laughs> drinking moonshine. And... Oh, <laughs> All right, now, let, let me let me explain very quickly. There's this guy, uh, this male nurse who was at uh, Glendale Adventist uh, Hospital, who's taken on the lamb now. He's accused of killing 40 or 50 patients, and he's uh, doing this mercy killing well, thing. Well, I thought he confessed to it, but they haven't he been able he, he, to... Um, he did confess to it. Yeah, but, but they now, haven't proven... They, they don't know which they ones, haven't and they don't know. Right, they but haven't now they can't find him, and they got to, like, this is a nightmare, because they have to exhume these bodies, and you know, imagine that, but... It, what I was saying is the only picture I've seen of this guy is him on some sort of uh, deep sea fishing expedition. He's out uh, off the coast of Baja. He's got a Corona hat on. He's going after Yellowtail. Have you seen this picture? <laughs> no, I oh, for Christ's sake. Has anyone seen this? I have uh, not seen that. But it doesn't surprise I, me. All right, it is, it is, all right, thank you. Thank you, Dwayne. It, this was going to destroy my point. But <laughs> the, the only picture they have of this guy is this guy out getting loaded on a fishing boat, which is probably where he is right now. <laughs> and I had this idea about everyone taking mm -hmm. pictures of themselves, seeing uh, shown in the light that you'd like to be seen, if that was the only picture the news agencies had of you, and um, and if you had to take it on the lamb, and what you do is you take this picture and you spread it out to your your mom, your dad, relatives, and you say, listen, if uh, CNN comes a knocking or any local station, whatever, this is the picture you give them. That's it. That's all. Because you know your mom would give you one where you look fat in junior high with your hair all frizzy right, or something, right, right. right. So um, 
the picture I came up with for me was uh, performing um, um, uh, the Heimlich maneuver on Jesus. <laughs> I thought that would sh- that would show me in a good light. The light but yeah. then uh, I was talking about it to some guys, and we thought if you stage the might thing, might look like you were attacking him though. All right, it's a good point. So here's a better one. You do a stage with a burning building, and you're leaving the burning building with a couple of kids. And yeah. like a black one and an Asian kid and a Hispanic kid, yeah. all under your arms, and like an Emmy. <laughs> just for good measure. And it's just uh, you're on you're, you're on the move with like uh, you're wearing jammies, but you have the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor pinned uh, to your jammy lapel. And if this thing could get out and get spread out enough, you, the the country's uh, feelings would be so sympathetic toward you that uh, no jury in the world would convict you once they actually apprehended you. Absolutely. But not you getting loaded on the back of some uh, chartered ship in Baja. Bad idea. Right. Okay. Bad idea. Now, how does this tie in? It does not. It just uh, it just jumped into my head. So, Jacqueline, what what's going on? Well, I'm kind of embarrassed, but I have I have no insurance, so you're the only doctor that gives advice for free. So I'm calling. All right. Okay, um, I don't have menstrual cycles. I haven't had them since, like, my last one was October of 1996. And I've been hospitalized twice, hospitalized twice. Once last July, I think it was the end of July of 97, and then once last month. And, like, I have, like, I I don't even want to talk about how much money I owe them. But my problem is they always say, you know, you have pelvic inflammatory, pop me full of antibiotics for two and a half, three days, and then they tell me, bye-bye. And then the last time I was in, they gave me this prescription for for Provera. Right. And they say, take it for 10 days, you'll have this huge <laughs> cycle, and you'll be okay. And the whole thing is, I took it for 10 days, and nothing believe. happened. And what I'm looking for is, I don't want to oh, go boy. through, th- I don't want to spend thousands of dollars to find out what's wrong with me. And I kind of wanted to know if you had, like, right. just, because, I mean, I'm in, I'm in pain, Sometimes. I mean, it depends. Jacqueline, there may be trouble afoot because Drew took his glasses off, and that's one of those doctor things. They don't even, (laughs) most doctors don't even need glasses. They just wear them so they can take them off if it gets serious. (laughs) They rip them off to the side and go, I'm a doctor, (laughs) Kevin. That's right. They whip them off, and they rub their their scalp while they're they're thinking. Go, Drew. And so, like, I'm saying. Jacqueline. All right, we got that part. Now, go, Drew. Like, right. I'm sexually active. Hold on a second. No, I talk to her. You, you, can't you just go now? Yeah, basically. But what? Are you on any medications? Um, just, no. I take pain, like, I take tons of Tylenol. I go through Tylenol like crazy, but um, I was on Vicodin for a while. Have you ever been pregnant? No. And did they do any procedures on you in these, in these hospitalizations? Uh, no. They were going to do exploratory surgery, but they yeah. said you'd have to set that up elsewhere because why don't I you have get, no idea that was the last time. Why don't you get health insurance? Um, well, I don't. My job that I do. Um, what do you do for a living? Stripper. Uh, no, I'm a phone sex operator. Well, that's... <laughs> so they don't carry insurance. That's stripping over the phone. Why don't you buy insurance? <laughs> that's stripping without tipping. And I take really good care of myself. I no, mean, no, you ha- I... no, Jacqueline, you're not taking care of yourself because you, you've got something significant going on. I'm not sure exactly what. There's lots of possibilities. I mean, even, I mean... even sometimes even the uterine cavity can seal off. It can get infected and, and seal. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that can go on. You you may have some hormonal problems. I mean, there are there the list of potential causes is quite long, and okay. you need to have that evaluated and worked up. I mean, anything from like prolactin secreting tumors of the pituitary gland, well, thyroid, is, all I kinds think, of uh, things. Me and John were guessing the prolactin yeah. uh, But I'm, I'm worried. Yeah. I'm really worried about your fertility in the future. Uh, in that this uh, pelvic inflammatory disease, as they're calling it, which we don't even know for sure that's what you had. Right. has not been addressed thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just having had that one time puts your fertility at grave risk. 
And now you have a second symptom, which is called oligomenorrhea or, or amenorrhea, which where you don't menstruate, and that's another problem. And it could be something wrong with the hormonal cycling, could be something wrong with the ovaries, so it could be something wrong with the uterus. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be determined to try to salvage, first of all, salvage your fertility, and secondly, to make sure there's not a very serious infection sort of uh, stewing there. Mm-hmm. Drew, okay. you're a real doctor, just a love doctor. Uh, so it's my favorite question. And plus, plus what, why don't you go to, and, if you, and they'll and do if, it after that kind of long rambling speech about uh, the uh, the vagina. They'll come in and go, what are you, some kind of counselor? <laughs> and, and Jacqueline, if you um, don't buy insurance or can't have access to it, to go to a county facility. Oh, yeah. I, I know. Like my friend told me I should go down to the, the place, but they always say the doctors don't, like, most, they aren't as great. Most county facilities well, have what excellent... Do you want to- Excellent physicians, but sort of think, uh, cumbersome care. You have to wait yeah. in long lines. But, and by the way, around. that's fine. You you need some care. You don't need to see Everett Coop uh, putting on a velvet they gurney. Always, they always say, okay, here's antibiotics, goodbye, and they don't do anything else about Is it. Is that where you were treated before? They gave me, like, different types of antibiotics. Is that where you were treated before? Huh? Is that where you were treated before? I was treated in an actual hospital. At a county facility? Oh, yeah. I, we have the world's dumbest uh, college. I, I feel bad for this uh, girl, but... Trying to figure out whether she went to a county hospital or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a you need to process. Go, uh, and listen, you phone sex uh, women got to unionize. You really do. Time. Jacqueline could be the Norma Ray of the uh, of the phone sex world. You got to get this looked at. Absolutely. You may not be able to have kids if this uh, goes on, and yeah. that. Uh, and some of these infections can. Some of these infections can become quite serious too. All right. That's Why are there always <clears throat> so many problems with? Women in their vaginas. It's just an I mean, ongoing thing. It's, it's he doesn't need to die. I'll explain. Let me tell you. A, uh, the vagina is like um, some sort of uh, Italian sports car. You know, it's like a 12 cylinder um, Bugatti or something. It, it's fine. I mean, when it's running, there's nothing sweeter, but it's always breaking down and it takes a lot of maintenance. And most guys can't afford that. <laughs> can't afford that. Whereas uh, the the penis is uh, just like a, a pacer wagon, you know, it's it's not much to look at, but uh, it, it starts up and uh, there's nothing, no frills, and drive it into the ground. But uh, you will get yours uh, after f- the women uh, settle down around the age of fifty. Your problems just begin. Then the prostate, ah, uh, then the prostate fires up. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, hear it happening now. They spend the first part of their life on their back. We spend the uh, second part of our life on our bellies, uh, basically, with some uh, <laughs> some guy doing the old uh, probe. Uh, I kill myself at fifty-five, Drew. That's my new Not plan. Not much longer. <laughs> I, I, you know, I think ratings will go up uh, initially, but I think they'll eventually plummet. Noel. Oh yeah. You're nineteen. Yeah. What's happening there? Um, okay, I was wondering if you think oral sex is considered sex. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Got okay. sex right It's in. actually, it's, it's, it's more intimate in many ways. Than, but it, 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 interesting. We've it always held, said that. Yeah, we've done. said that, yeah. too. But uh, if you're under the age of 20, suddenly it's become uh, kind of like kissing. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, never in human history, do I think, has that been... Uh, uh, anything other than extreme intimacy. It sort of came mm-hmm. after intercourse in most... It was, I mean, like, I'm 33. When I was in high school, it was considered a little bit naughty. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and even a little more naughty than intercourse in in, in many ways. Is your name Monica? No. Oh, just checking. Okay. (laughs) It's a little political (laughs) here. Well, just a moment. It's late for political humor. What are you doing, Noel? 
What, right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm releasing my hair. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, Smarty. Who are you, who are you giving oral sex to? <laughs> no one. Nobody? Nobody at the moment. You're just checking? Are you a virgin? Uh, yes. Really? Yeah. Um, and you want to save your virginity until you get married? Well, maybe. Actually, my mom's listening right now, so I'll say yes. <laughs> Where's your mom? She's in the other room. Oh, wow. man. Put her, uh, get her on the phone. Let's figure out what's going you on with her. To my mom? Yeah. yeah. First of all, I want to know motivated your question. Okay, she's the one who motivated my question. Ah, so really? Let's talk ah, right to her. okay. Hang on. Turn off the radio. <laughs> Goodness. What just happened? Oh my! It sounds like a, a pajama party. What's Hello? mom? Uh, mom? Hello. This is the mom. Hi. What's your name? Elaine. Elaine. Uh huh. First off, let me congratulate you on having a 19-year-old virgin. <laughs> yes. That's a real rarity for this show, Elaine. I know. For this country. I know. No She's kidding. A beautiful girl too. Yeah. Tell blonde, her. Uh, platinum blonde and. Yeah. Tell her to take. Take it easy on the uh, hydrogen peroxide on the hair there, because uh, people will not mistake her for a virgin. She's walking around looking like Lonnie Anderson in 1974. Like a virgin too, even though her hair is really blonde. All right, and uh, why why the question? You you prompted this question. How did you know that? Well, she she ratted you out. I just told her that that we were you know we had this questionnaire and that Clinton flunked again. <laughs> no. No, what what motivate? What was the discussion? You you were was she bringing it up? Or did you no, bring... not really. It really wasn't a motivation. She's pretty open with me. I'll tell you what okay. is it, it is amazing what uh, is going on in her peer age uh, in terms of their uh, their freedom with uh, oral sex. Just mm -hmm. in one way, in some respects, it's diabolical because they are sort of disarmed. Learned that if they just get the man taken care of, uh, they don't have to worry about the relationship being pushed further. Yeah, it's like when you yeah. go to rob the house, you bring like a, uh, a pork chop for the dog that's. Yeah. Barking and you throw it in the bushes. The dog goes running after it, and you just uh, go in and, and rob the place blind. It just sort of keep, keeps them busy. No, but it just, gets, it just, it, it just, just eliminates it. Takes a lot of wind out of the sail. Yeah, it's like popping the batteries <laughs> off of a out of something. No, we think it is. We think it is an extreme. I really respect you guys, and I really like you guys. Well, thanks. You guys we, all the time. we think it's a, it, and my and my and I'm the oldest caller because I'm 63 years old. Wow, way to go, Elaine. Yeah. So, you're you know, 44? we have a good open relationship, which is good. And you were 44 when you had Noel? Yes, 44. Wow. My fifth child. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, God bless you. And, uh, so oral sex wasn't I just really thing. wanted to know uh, really what the opinion was of you two. Because we, we think it is an extreme form of intimacy. Yeah. And we think uh, it, for, for us, to, from our perspective, it's sort of maybe even more intimate than intercourse. Although, I'll tell you what, I think people... I think with intercourse, there is some level of intimacy that's achieved that isn't achieved any other way. Yeah. Some biological connection occurs. The oxytocin is released or something that bonds people together. Mm. So to that is extent... Is that what they're calling it? Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> but but after that, a hamper full of that oxytocin. Isn't this true? After you had a real intimate relationship, you feel it's okay to go and have oral sex. That's what way I was raised, okay? It becomes part of the thing. Yeah, well, that's kind of what we were saying, which is... Um, it comes later. It's something that... It, yeah. that yeah, the uh, intercourse is first, and then the oral sex followed uh, 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 close third of sodomy, actually. Uh, yeah. I hate to alarm you, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't sure. alarm me at all. Listen, you're 63. You've been down uh, that road. me. <laughs> nope. Oh, boy. All right, so uh, is, uh, is uh, Noelle going to college, or is she working? Uh, Noelle has gone to, um, actually, is looking for a job doing video music. Oh, 
editing. Right. She's gone to college to learn that, and that's uh -huh. really the thing she really wants to do. Good, good. All right, well... She does a real good job. Elaine, you're doing a good job with her. Can you say one more word to her? Because she feels I'm sort of... Okay. I really didn't want to be on the phone, but... Pass her over. That's the good work. Thank you. No more, no more kids, right? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> she could have them. She probably could. She actually takes care of the ones she has. A rarity here on Loveline. Noelle? Yeah? Your mom's delightful. Oh, well, thanks. If I were 70 years younger, I'd date her. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, everyone says that. She's friends with most of my friends. All right, but you just realize how lucky you are. I know she probably embarrasses you once in a while coming out. Once in a while? Uh, she'll, like, bathe me in the, like, waterfall at the mall. I mean, right. like, once in a while. All right. But but understand, understand, uh, even everyone's got a certain amount of beefs with their own parents, but uh, she's she's much better than most. Okay. All right. Wait, I have one more question. No, we're done with you. Oh, too much time. What about the girl you were going to fart on her head? All right, could be you. Can it be? <laughs> could be your mom. My mom's looking at me all funny, please. Yes. Where okay. do you live? Okay, because I'm coming down to L.A. soon. What city do you live in? I'm in Cupertino right now. What the hell's that? Cupertino? It's Cupertino's Cupertino's Apple. Apple. It's a women's prison, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you guys share the same cell? <laughs> huh? What's Cupertino? Cupertino is right near San Jose. It's a little oh. crappy town that... Just I nobody's that was a process you did on metal to make it look aged. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. All right. When are you going to be in L.A.? Um, possibly in two weeks. What would you do? I don't know if I can hold it that long. What would you do for? <laughs> what would you do with the five hundred dollars? Oh my God! Hmm? This is like that that Miss America question. <laughs> right. you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I'd uh, save all the dolphins. No, I probably. <laughs> I'd probably use it for rent. I don't know. No, no, see, no, I use it as a force for good. It's, it's got to go toward uh, okay, books or to school. school. Would back you go school. back to school? What would yeah, you study? I'm out of school right now. I'm working. What would you study? Uh, I want to study acting again. Oh, no, it's not. That's no. not good. No, I'll go fart <laughs> in the wind if I want, <laughs> I want that, please. Chemistry. Chemistry? chemistry. That's good. Yeah. All right. One class? Um, no, I study chemistry and biology. All right. Uh, listen, we'll get your number off the air and put you into the uh, hopper. I've oh, had a, a, the response hasn't been what I've anticipated <laughs> on this uh, thus far. I, I don't know quite how to take that. But uh, uh, Lisa or uh, Sherry, uh, go ahead and get uh, Noelle's. Uh, I don't know where Sherry is. Where is Sherry? She's not here now? You just noticing that? I don't know. She's had a very important uh, day. What happened? I'm glad, you, I'm glad you today, care right? about our, our team here. Was she here yesterday? Why don't you go chat with Ann off there so I can give you some grief when you come back. She was here yesterday? Yes. All right, but she's not here today. Right. Okay. I didn't notice. I, I came yeah. in, I sat down in here, and I usually see the back of her head, but sometimes she's off to the other side of the computer. Yeah, it shows how much you care about our staff. That's right. What am I supposed no, to do? Okay. Go out in the parking lot and count headlights uh, before each show, you jackass? walk in there and say hi? All right, shut yours, Mike. Wow, off. now you're asking. I don't need any of this. Please, I'm a big star. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listen, you know the guys who wear craft service on your show, John? Uh-huh. No, you don't. Yes, you don't know I their do. names. Mike. Would you know if a new guy showed up? Mike, yes, right, shut, I would. Shut John's mic off. Craft I don't need service. this. I don't need this crap. You know where Just you let me enjoy my weenie, stairs. please. <laughs> all right. Is Sherry all right? What's up with her? She's having problems? Don't worry about it. All right. All right. Well, we'll get to the bottom of this during the break. But uh, write down uh, Noelle's uh, number, would you please, Lisa? And we'll be back. I feel so liquidy. Really? Why? You're listening to... All right. The uh, only way... 
I'm going to put this out to the listeners for the uh, hell of it. We've been arguing the whole show. That'd be uh, Dwayne Martin and John Cryer from Getting Personal Monday on uh, Fox 830. Uh, we're singing the... <laughs> That's smooth, huh? Like, singing the uh, Good Times theme in here. And we, we have the whole thing down. Uh, yeah. John, for Jewish guy, really has the theme down. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, there's one part where we all stumble, and thank God we're not all nuts, by the way. Yeah. I mean, we all screwed up on this one particular part of the song, and w upon further or closer inspection, we realize uh, there's it's not an actual word. That we that we can discern. And no. if there's somebody, and uh, Engineer Mike said he looked up the lyrics at a place, and there's a blank. So somebody must have transcribed it and been just as confused as we are. And I think the only thing is, is we'd have to actually find uh, one the, of the singers, yeah. the woman who sang the uh, word the in question. The illustrious lyric. But if anyone knows, they know. Yeah. Let's hear it so people know what we're talking about. Rewind yeah. it just a little bit, uh, Engineer okay, Mike, you know, cause you it's, uh, Just looking out of the window. All right, but don't, the don't. don't let, no, I'm giving them a little okay, background. I'm just saying, let's not plant anything. Okay, so everyone right. just close their eyes. Go ahead, all right, now there was hanging in a jawline, or uh, I think it's hanging in a jiving. Um, John thinks it's hanging in a chow line, and uh, Drew thinks it's hanging out your pants. <laughs> All right, Engineer Mike, can you just rewind it just another uh, 20 seconds before See, that? Yeah. Jamming? Hanging in a jamming. No, no, no. Hanging in a jam. Ooh, but listen to the. I don't but know. Listen to the context of the lyrics prior. Layoffs. See, I am now hanging in a jar line. I'm now convinced it's hanging in a jiving. I, 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 Thank you. I, 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 you have you have brought me around. And I'm totally convinced I, it was what you originally said. Okay. Here, here's I, what. Here's here's my take on this. The word she says means nothing, but I think she means to say jiving. No. She begins to say jiving and then fades out. She goes hanging in a jiving. <laughs> no. right. Let us move on. Yeah. You grew up in the choir, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you problems, so yeah. All right, if anybody, this. if anyone has the answer to this, uh, they can uh, phone us in and tell us. Uh, meanwhile, uh, John and Dwayne are collapsing, so we're going to let them go. Now, should we say bye to them? Yeah, got, I'll, I'll tell you what. No, we'll go to break in five minutes. You want to ride out five minutes, and then we'll we'll see you off? John, you're going to have other shows to plug. I'm not putting a curse on this one. I'm just saying, let's be realistic for a second. <laughs> this show is going to go. No, this show is going to be huge forever, and there's going to be spinoffs. Yeah, John's going to play. You know, have other parts to play. That's all, all I'm saying. I also, I got a movie that's coming. That's uh, having its world premiere. That's in a something weeks, that you'll so. want to come in and talk. There about. you go. There you what go. is the name of that movie? Uh, it's called Went to Coney Island on a Mission from God. Be back by five, and it's playing in the LA Independent Film Festival on April 8th. And uh, is anyone else uh, in that, or is there anyone we heard of? Uh, uh, no. It's all me in every single shot. What do you? Wow. Of course, there's other people. Yeah. In other it. people you... we've heard of. Ah. I know these independent films. They're, well, uh, Ioni Sky is in it. Um, a guy named Dig Frank, Her. Yeah, Frank Whaley's in it. Um, Who's she married to, by the way? She was married to uh, Adam from the Beastie Boys. Oh, this little bastard! But, uh, Please, sadly... like they'd be getting a lick of trim if they didn't have that band. <laughs> Please. Well, that's that's why they all get in the band. She is so hot. 
Oh, my God. That's adorable. one of the wusses. All right. Yeah, who else? Uh, I said Frank Whaley uh, and uh, a guy named Rick Steer who's never done a movie before. He's, he's actually the lead, and he's really fantastic. Is it? Is it a? I guess, I'm guessing it's a comedy. Uh, it's well, it, it's 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 like Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it's it, well, it's funny, but it's uh, it's a it's a serious story, but it's mostly funny. And that'll be out in a couple of weeks. Uh, that's having its premiere uh, at the LA Independent Film Festival on April eighteenth. And, uh, and then will they sort of do it in New York we, and San Francisco and LA? We got to sell it first. Ah, so okay. So well, we'll uh, put me that. down for like six bucks. You bet. <laughs> That's right, not girl. enough for one ticket, but I'll put you down for that. Yeah. Dwayne, uh, any any uh, movies coming out? Do you want to talk about? Uh, I have a movie coming out in May with Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, Tommy Davidson. Oh, really? Woo. Really? Yeah. That's a comedy. Yes, yeah, it's a comedy. Uh, it's a blind date from hell. Is there any uh, similar to the series that we're doing? Yes, actually. You guys do any uh, hanging in a chow line? <laughs> we do a lot of hanging in a jiving. That's yes. yes. Are you with me on hanging in a jiving? Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, and I, I don't want to turn this racial, but Dwayne is black, and I, I, I think it's unfair of us and to I, and I, tell and I, him when man's yeah. jiving and when a guy isn't and jiving. I decoded, you know. <laughs> Yes, he knows I'm when, in on it. He knows yes, when he someone knows. has been hanging in a jive and true. Uh, you come from your lily, uh, lily white neighborhood no, over there. No, really, really, really. It's clear. Coach, she's really saying kill whitey. <laughs> hanging, killing whitey. I, I, I may not get out of here tonight because I've told the secret. <laughs> Michelle. Yes. You're 19. I'm sorry? You're 19. Yeah. Make um, it fast. The boys are tired. <laughs> They've been up uh, since uh, 6 this morning doing uh, other radio shows that are worse than this one. Okay. Um, my best friend for four years, uh, She, for as long as I've known her, she's been heterosexual, and all of a sudden she's starting to show like sexual interest in women, and she's starting to hint that she wants some sort of sexual experience with me. What exactly has she said to you? Um, she's just like hinting here and there, like jokingly, you know? like um, it, it started out like she just wanted to... She, she, she was curious what it would be like to kiss a girl, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she wants to be intimate with you. Yeah. Uh, when people joke around about having sex with you, basically what they're doing, and it's like uh, I say when people come up and say, uh, tell you they had a dream that they had sex with you, mm -hmm. they're putting a little feeler out. Mm -hmm. They're still testing the water. Right. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you, you go up to someone and say, I had a dream I had sex with you, and they go, oh. I got to say like a room. <laughs> I got to I got to shower. I got I can't clean this dirt off. <laughs> then you just back off and go, okay, but if they go, oh, what was I wearing? You may be in, you may be in good shape. So Michelle she had had this dream experience also? Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, give me a dollar for that. Come well, on. Well, give the thing is, I mean, uh, the thing is, though, that obviously th this woman is, she's a grown-up, right? I mean, she's not, like, how, how old is she? She's, she's 19, too. She's 19, too. Yeah. So the the, the thing is, you know, it, it, you, you can treat it like a guy who's, who's making those sort of things if they're unwelcome. But she's my best friend. But she's your best friend. We'll say, look, you know, you're you're cool. I, uh, you know, love hanging out with you, but that's never going to happen. And she's putting the friendship John, if in. John, when your best friends came on, you just... Tell him no, right? Uh, yeah, you just stay there. He's a grown-up, you know. My, my, you know. He can take She's it. She's putting the friendship mm -hmm. in jeopardy, though, and yeah. if she continues to push it. Uh, she may be sacrificing the fact. Well, she's not really pushing it. She's just right. sort of. So make it clear to her. Make be assertive. Don't be don't be aggressive and don't be. Uh, 
unkind. Just let her know where you're at and how much you value the friendship and you want it to stay just like that. And people do a lot of misreading of other people's sexual interests in them. Lord knows I made a career out of that in high school <laughs> and uh, then a, a semester in junior college and then just up until like 28 yeah. thinking uh, people were interested in me yeah, that I, weren't. We just, we just heard about this clothes. tonight but you and this, Natasha I mean it goes on to this Oh no day. no she's for real. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> You wait till she comes in I, here next yeah, week. Yeah. Now I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> Mike. Yeah, you're 27. Hey, you guys are great. Thanks. Hey, I have a question. I guess this is probably for Doctor Drew. Um, a friend of mine was telling me that uh, uh, masturbation can help prevent prostate cancer. I know of no evidence that uh, that is true. Uh, it it though, can right? make your prostate sort of function better and healthier. And you can while away the hours uh, but while you're waiting for but, the prostate cancer to kick in. To my understanding, it has no connection with cancer per se. Mm, it right. is it is part of prostate hygiene to not delay ejaculation and to have emissions on a regular basis. Well, wouldn't, but there's no link between prostate hygiene and, and cancer? Correct. There's a link between hygiene and function, like you don't have dribbling, you don't right. have irritation, yeah. I think and my, inflammation uh, and infection, but not anything to do with cancer. I, uh, I think my, my, uh, my prostate could bench press like 250 pounds. <laughs> I really do. I have the world's. I put well, my prostate up against any man's. You need to crack, crack Brazil, Brazil nuts, sir. Yeah, I use it to. Uh, uh, I I'll use it. I'll use my prostate once in a while down, like in the garage, if I have a old rusty seized lug nut Nuts. on a rim. I can't. I, I can't shear off. You know. I just put my ass right up. Just. Take <laughs> it right off. Did you, did you have another question? It sounded like you were ramping up for another question. Or was that it? No, I was just going to say that. I mean, so there's just a high, um, same percentage as people that yes. masturbate get cancer that don't masturbate. Correct. All right, right. All right. Good luck to you. And uh, before we let you guys leave, uh, the last call that you'll hear tonight. Oh, here we unless, go. Unless, of course, you tune us in on the ride home, which I suggest. Because you never know when we're yeah, going to talk yes. a little smack. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Oh, I've been on this show before. That's right. Uh, Dan, who's uh, 23, claims he knows the word in the song. Wow. Although I claim this is impossible because you could not... Unless he knows one of the singers. Okay. Yeah, it's All possible. Right. All right. Dan? Yeah, hi there. What's going Hello. on? Hi. I really enjoy the show. I think you, uh, I'm think a little nervous. I think you guys are great. Thank well, you. Thank you. I think you guys address a lot of, a lot of questions that otherwise probably... Uh, wouldn't be asked or... or yeah, this good times question. Yeah, yeah these never are very important issues. Yeah. Solving one problem at a time. <laughs> I think it's enjoying, enjoying good times. Oh, it's a think thing? You don't know for sure? I, well, actually, you know, in the 70s, I did sing in Chicago for a while. Uh, well, well, well but what do you think the <laughs> is? Hanging and enjoying good, good times. <laughs> oh, hanging oh, and enjoying good times. Good time, yeah. Well, but no, but this, other than you, you used to sing in Chicago. Well, hell, I used to sing in Chicago. I'm I walking used down to the be street. Black, too. Well, ah, it was a different time. All right, it's Dan. I have one question. What? Th that's not bad. And it uh, one more time, I could sound like the beginning of enjoying, but then it faded out at the end. Let me for a second. My money's on enjoying. Well, yeah, well, yeah. live in your happy little land of illusion. Uh, I have a question, if I could, real quick. Real quick. Just out of curiosity, uh, what was Dr. Drew's uh, undergraduate degree? I went to Amherst College, and it was a BS in uh, biology. Okay, great. 
Thanks, I really enjoyed the show. <laughs> they have a BS? Or BA, excuse me. It was a Bachelor Bar. Okay. Uh, okay. B.A. Yeah. Okay. The Amherst doesn't give a B.A. Hey, look, I don't want to see you on hard copy and you've been exposed. <laughs> you be a doctor be Because I'm taking your advice right here. I'm writing all this <laughs> shit down. <laughs> all right, uh, Mike, get that uh, S word out of <laughs> Off the satellite feed. All right, it's late. What the stuff did you guys say? You, can't say, uh, I know. No, you it, can it, say it, vagina. You can't say. Oh, hey. <laughs> you can't say S and vagina. <laughs> all right, wait a minute. I, uh, Lindsay says she has the uh, definitive answer here. Lindsay? Yeah? You're 14. Mm-hmm. How do you know about good times? I don't know, but I'm from listening to rap in seventh grade. I think I know what it is. All right. Hanging in a job line. In a job line. Hanging in a job line. Yeah, there's no B. Oh. Hanging in a jawline. Yeah. 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 It's, it's All right. Just we we got to track that chick down and yeah. uh, find out what the hell happened. Wow. <laughs> what was she, she saying? Hanging in a jawline. You're going to get at least five of a night now. Oh, yeah. my God. All right. Uh, John Dwayne, getting personal, uh, everybody. Monday night, uh, coming up, premiering this April 6, 830. Snugly in between uh, Molly McBeal. <laughs> Molly McButter. <laughs> what the hell is that joke? <laughs> Allie, I don't watch those chicks. There, there was a show called Molly Mc... Uh, something about ten years ago. What? Yeah, there was... Molly wasn't Mc, it with uh, red Blair haired, Brown? Right. Uh, but Molly Mc, The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd. Molly Dodd, yes. There we go. Right. Which Molly has nothing McButter. to do with Allie McBeal, but that's... All right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Damon. Yes. All right. This is a hit. Please uh, don't forget about us. Come back and visit us. Uh, Thank you very much for coming in. We do appreciate it, and uh, we'll be back. All right, we've uh, shifted our theme tonight. Uh, we really got to get on to something a little more important than these kids with their uh, damn venereal diseases, Drew, and I think we found our calling, which is getting to the bottom of the good times theme. John Cryer and Dwayne Martin have uh, left the building. They uh, got up at six this morning and uh, did one of those uh, they have radio to do, do it again tomorrow morning. And they're too. doing it again. Ah, oh, can you imagine that? That is painful. Yeah. I did that last week yes. and I wanted to kill myself. So uh, I know I know what it's like, and we understand uh, the pain of that morning thing. So uh, we thank them for coming in and uh, wish them well. All right, well let's get to the business at hand here. Um, line three, Matt. Hey, how you guys doing? You're 27. Yeah. Uh, Now, hold on a second. Engineer Mike, do you think you could play the song, maybe not in its entire entirety, but just about a minute of the song, just to give people, understand the context, just so people can know what song we're talking about? For those of you who are uh, aren't old enough to remember, this was a uh, show with J.J. Uh, Jackson. I mean, J.J. Uh, <laughs> Walker. Dynamite was the call. John Amos, uh, Esther Roll. This was uh, late, mid-late 70s. Uh, I think more of a mid-70s. Uh, successful uh, sitcom. And here's the sit- here is the uh, theme song from it. Go ahead. Good times. 
lucky we got a good time. <laughs> and uh, Engineer Mike brought up a good point, a spinoff of, on Maud. Uh, Florida. Which oh, was yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Esther Roll, and by the uh, way, uh, who names that? She was as big. She was a little smaller in Florida, but not not much, uh, not not much smaller in the state. Uh, was uh, Maud's uh, cleaning woman, right? Just like the Jeffersons uh, spun off of uh, All in the Family. All right, quiet down, Troy. And Archie um, Bunker's place. Right. All right. So, Matt, what do you know about? We're trying to get to the bottom of uh, uh, a temporary. Uh, He's uh, uh, slicing and surviving. Good time hanging in a jailer. What is that line? <laughs> well, my dad was on the show when I was a kid, and I got to go to the set. He was. Yeah, you remember when JJ went into jail? Do you remember he? That was every second episode, wasn't it? <laughs> no, well, he went. He went into jail, right? And they put him into the small room with this big black bald-headed thug. And that was your dad. That was my dad. Hey, did your dad do a lot of uh, big, black, bald-headed uh, thug work? Oh, a ton of it. Yeah, he didn't do any uh, spindly Jewish guy work. No, no, <laughs> a lot of big no, black, a lot of pimps and, and thugs and black and uh, big black guy, mean-looking numbers. You know, two. There, there's like five uh, bikers and thugs who work in all of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, there's that one white guy with the beard and the real stringy straight hair who's fat and who's in every uh, Clint Eastwood by any which way you can movie, and he's in every episode of <laughs> Vegas, and he's in he, every time they need a biker. This dude is uh, shows up. He was in mask. Yeah, yeah, because they had a biker. Yeah, there's some sort of Hollywood contract that says uh, when we make a biker movie, we must use this guy. This guy is probably affiliated with over 700 biker gangs. He has a beard. He's fat, yeah. and he has that real stringy hair that he always combs back. Right. And Drew, do you have any idea who I'm talking about? Absolutely not. I serve and that's drink. what I love about Drew. No matter how detailed the description, <laughs> he has no idea. No, I guess not. He does that breath commercial too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's uh, on on the subway with the little old lady next door. He's to him. been admiring his breath since 42nd Street. This guy, there's and there's right. the. Okay. Well, let's hear what the. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. your dad was on the show, and what'd you learn? It's hanging in a jar at good times. Hanging in a jar. They're in the projects. Jar. Hanging in a jar. J a r jar. Like they can't get out of it. It's hanging in a jar at good times. Really? Because I think he says jar, but jar, and uh, maybe this is some sort of um, a 70s Ebonics quiz or something, <laughs> but I don't know what a jar is. I mean, a just jar. Like think a... about it. They're in the projects, right? Yeah. They can't get out. Right. Right. So it's like living in a little glass Like jar. you can't capture a bug uh, and let, put it in a jar. Hear it. Yeah. Play it again. and surviving. Now, because there's yeah, something possible. hanging in a jar in good times. At, at good. All right, uh, let's, all right. we got to hear that again, Mike. Let's see. Sprouting and surviving. Good times. Hanging in a jar. Good times. I, I can hear it. Uh, it sounds yeah. like he says, she says jar line. Yeah, jar lat. <laughs> jar lat. Yeah, jar and here's lat. the deal, too. <laughs> Matt, be serious for a second. If someone is sitting around and writing lyrics. Uh huh. And you look at the lyric sheet and you see hanging in a jar at good times. You'd go, uh, there's a typo here. What does that mean? And then you'd explain it. And then someone would come in with, um, someone would come in with job line or jiving. 
at that point. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't make that much sense. I, I, I agree that but, it sounds pretty close to it. But you can't say that, that, that lyrics always make sense. No, that's that's true. But I on mean, the other hand, it, cause, just because your dad was in an episode doesn't mean he he's privy to any anything right, that we're not. Right, right. All right. Say hi to your dad for us. Will do. All right. Hanging in a jar van. Oh, boy. Hanging in a jar at. Amy. Yeah. You're 19. Um, yeah. What's going on? You've been on hold for uh, 91 minutes. I know. Um, I'm, I'm actually... going insane now. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Amy, what's up? I am, well, this is kind of a funny way to put it, but too horny. What happens? Well, when I go out at night, like on weekend nights and go party, and I'll start talking to someone and just have a good, cool conversation with them, and if we end up kissing, then I just want to go all the way. Mm -hmm. Male or female? Male. Male. Different partners? Yes. How often does this happen? Um, probably once or twice a month. How does it make you feel? Well, I feel fine. I've lately I've been feeling guilty about it. How come? Because she's married. I'm not. I'm no. a full time college student. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel guilty? Well, just because it's not a good thing to go out and because you're guys and then get with them. Wh why? What happens to you? All right, Nothing listen, uh, McGruff, just get to your opinion, would you please? Me? Yes. Nothing happens. No, I, I'm, I'm going to have one yet. I want, I'm yes, curious. You do. To, no, I don't, not you necessarily. Do, do. Not necessarily. Sure no, I... <laughs> Why do you call, Amy, if, it, if it's something you don't have a problem with? Because I just, it's not a good thing to go out and have sex. Why? What, is, what does it do to you that's not good? It doesn't do anything to me, but... Then why, just, why is it a problem? I swear to God, we're going to get back on this uh, good, good times time. riff if you don't start uh, picking up here, Amy. It, well, it's risky. All right, how many right, guys so you're, you're worried you're, you're, that that's you're worried you're going to hurt your health. Yes. Okay, and in spite of that, you keep doing it. Well, yeah. Okay. It doesn't make you feel bad about yourself. No. Doesn't make you wish for a more more thorough contact with the person. No. Or a relationship. No, I'm just afraid that I'm going to get like a bad reputation or something. I'm going to get pregnant or a disease. You don't work have more condoms. No, I do. Well, I guess not all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. something, something's up with that. What's up with you, Amy? Uh, you like your dad? Do I like my dad? Yeah. Not sexually. No, but maybe you have an okay relationship with him. Uh, oh, yeah. College, and by know? the way, I'm not sure that... Full-time student. And what kind of college? Bartending uh, college? At a university. University of yeah. Junior Collegeville? No. Who's going to let you in? I, uh, what, what, where are you calling from? Reno. No, oh, there's no colleges in Reno. Hey, you, you, they teach you how to fix slot machines. Please, what kind of what college? University of Nevada, Reno. No, it's not a real school. Is it true? No, they teach you how to deal blackjack. All right, but Amy, I don't know that there's a problem with this. I know uh, it wasn't a real school. If if it is something that is creating consequences and you would like to stop, then stop. Then, then don't do it. If it's not a problem, don't do it. If it's something you don't want to do, how many guys you good, figure you've been with, Amy? Seven. Oh. Well, that's not a... That, you're 19, you're in college. In Reno, for Christ's sake. They add three on your list as soon as you, you enter Reno. Yeah, Please. I don't, I don't really perceive... That's what I was getting at, is that I don't really see it as a, as a problem. I mean, yeah. she's doing sort of normal age-appropriate stuff. Right. and uh, Wear a condom, and back it, off a and little, and not, eventually when you get married, don't uh, fill him in on all the details. Well, and it's not, it's not very gratifying to her, and she's kind of confused about it, and she's wondering what she's doing, and she'll she'll come to terms with it. 
a temporary layoff. All right. All right. Let me just power through a few of these uh, before we uh, kick them off the air. Uh, Eric's 21. Semen comes out of his penis even when he's not masturbating. Eric? Yeah. You're a blessed man. <laughs> uh, you don't know how hard I have to concentrate to get semen. I have to coax semen out of my penis. You know what I do and sometimes, Drew? I lay my penis down on the counter. I set some pornography down, and I shut the light. And eventually, the semen will come creeping out, oh, sniffing around. And that's when I got it. It goes right back in, though, doesn't it? Well, it'll look around. Oh. It'll poke its head out the urethra. It'll look around. <laughs> All right, what's the matter with him? Bad, uh, bad gasket? Yeah. Okay. Uh, John is... Uh, like this is the, yeah. John, a girlfriend is bulimic and obsessed uh, with her weight. He's sick of this. All right, uh, John. Hello, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get her help. You gotta point her in the yeah. right direction. See, this That's is, all. This is someone who uh, could die of this. Right. So be careful. Don is uh, 23. W- woman he's dating is 36 years years old. Should he continue to see her? She have any kids? Don. Oh, he's getting on with her right now. Hey, Don. Can you put the uh, Don? Don's like getting oral sex. Don? Don? Don put the phone down and started having sex with the 36-year-old, which proves my point that uh, 36-year-old women are horny, especially 36-year-old women that have been married for like 15 years and then find young stud uh, Don. So I'm going to start masturbating in a minute, True, You better leave. Man, could you leave? I got to masturbate. Right, if, uh, if you just tuned in, Don is trying to get laid. All right, uh, Mike, let's go to break. I think we can record this, can't we, Mike? Did you hear the band? <laughs> 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 